0: The smallest things can trigger us sometimes. If you often find yourself asking, why did I react like that? Or why did that affect me so much? Or simply stating something like, wow, that hit a nerve. Then you're in the right place. Join Candace Fraser and Natalie Collar for a fortnightly chat discussing life's different triggers, upbringings, self-reflections and projected opinions, and the art of embracing self-compassion to overcome emotional setbacks the conversations are candid real authentic and filled with helpful tips. so join us and let's get started
1: hello and welcome back to stop i've just been triggered another fortnightly installment about all things triggered natalie how are you going today
0: good morning candace well thank you and how about yourself uh oh, pretty good, thank you. <laughs> School holidays again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited about this week because I think I believe we're gonna be continuing on the last episode about um parenting triggers. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Look, I think there's so much more we could tackle on this subject mm. that there might even
0: be another episode. I, feel. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, I hear you with this. Um, you know, and that's why it's such an important topic that. We actually are going to split over two episodes, mm. yeah I think it's best we we use these episode this this current episode for um, reflection and then understanding how our parents' parenting style may still be triggering deep hurt within us mm. you know and how it can still you know affect us and especially as parents now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: It, yeah great point and so so true I think this is a subject that everyone can
0: really relate to in one way or another oh yeah agree you know and and you don't even you often don't even know it until you become a parent it's, no. it's really insane, <laughs> you know <laughs> yep. uh, so and then I think what we'll do is the next fortnight we will look at ways to overcome the triggers and then mm-hmm. repair our parent-child relationships yeah. how's that sound
1: yeah, I think that sounds fabulous. Um, and I think we all know that parenting is really unique and unscripted. There's mm. no book, even though there's a million. So I guess the question is, how do you cope when your parents were the ones who have caused you to hurt often the most, mm. but
0: also completely unknown to them? It's mm. a good question, Candace, you know. Um, and it's a tough topic, this one. Mm. Right? Most of us love our parents and we never want to portray them as doing us wrong.
1: Mm. You no. Know?
0: No. And we're often told they tried their best, mm. they did what they could, but even the slightest emotional scarring has such a significant impact. Uh, and especially, as we just mentioned before, when we become parents, mm. you know, mm. it's... it's- it really is like opening Pandora's box. I can <laughs> attest to
1: that 100%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <yep. laughs>
0: That's exactly right.
1: Exactly right. Okay. So, unfortunately and innocently, the advice that we're often given as new parents is to rely on your parents, your family, um, you know, families, everything. Mm. But if these people, especially your parents, trigger you, there's so much potential for uh, hardships, for struggles. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a really bad combination to encounter old emotional triggers as a new
0: parent. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, completely true. You know, and and I think that's the thing. It's why it's such an important topic to discuss mm-hmm. because advi- advice is great, <laughs> um, but it's not always relevant. So. Oh especially with parenting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think let's start to begin to reflect on how the triggers um, that can occur in childhood um, happen, you know, yeah. from our parents. Yeah. And then let's dig a little deeper into how they mani- manifest in adulthood, mm. especially when you become yeah. a new parent
2: mm-hmm. or
0: your parenting Let, let's not, not just narrow it down to no, absolutely it's yeah. when you're parenting so
1: and sometimes uh, yeah. that's when it, you notice you're doing it is in your parenting
2: oh. You're like
0: oh hang on a sec yeah what what just happened what? there what? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, and there's so many so I thought maybe we start with triggers around emotional neglect this is probably yeah. the biggest one
1: I I'd I have think- to say yeah, I think you're right, Nat. I think that's a really uh, common one for most, mm. and mm. and again, unintentional,
0: mm. Mm. but it's there. Yes, yeah. it's really there. And these ones hurt deep because they often mm. they um, they kind of they they change our connection with our emotions and with other people mm-hmm. throughout life. So yes. it has a lasting, really lasting effect. You know. Mm. Uh, So emotional neglect is these kind of triggers occur when a parent fails to notice or respond enough to your feelings or emotional needs in your formative years. Mm. So that's really important to understand because you can now see how broad that is
2: Mm, and and vast.
0: Yeah. Your feelings may have been ignored. uh, They may have been unwelcomed or neglected altogether and children sense this they have they need to connect that's what that's their instinct is to connect and feel secure and safe and it's soul crushing Mm. so as children we learn to hide hide how we feel hide what our emotional needs are and Mm. etc. yeah and we become really good at it it's Mm. not it you know (laughs) becomes a life skill (laughs) it becomes a life skill so although suppressing emotional needs seems to work fine in childhood Mm. and we kind of just get on with it and and people say oh how resilient is your child or Mm. you know aren't they independent that's a really common one right Mm. yep (laughs) um as an adult these feelings can just come crashing back and cause severe emotional turmoil see by suppressing your emotional needs innocently as a child, you were actually unknowingly pushing away a vital life force mm. that, you know, is incredibly valuable in mm. adulthood.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, a path that causes you so many issues later on, mm. And I think you end up with a lack of understanding on just how emotions work,
0: yeah.
1: um, how to interpret your feelings to even know what you really are feeling. Mm. Um, so, you know, identifying them, you struggle to tolerate or navigate them mm. um, or share them. Mm. So mm. you're in your relationships and with your children and you don't even know how to share, which is, providing a demonstration for them on how they can share their feelings. Like it really does get uncomfortable, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess, plus, and here's where it hits you in parenthood. As you parent, you begin to deny your feelings as a new parent.
2: Mm.
1: And then sometimes the cycle is repeated because, mm. You remove yourself emotionally
0: from the situation. Spot on, Candace. That's and that's a really big point. Mm. Um, if if everyone's out there and listening, just rewind that. You know that fifteen second re- repeat button, <laughs> and listen to it again because it, it's really important. We if we don't break this cycle, it continues.
2: Mm.
0: You know, over and over again. <laughs> Exactly. And the pain discontinues, mm. the hurt and the pain continues and it compounds, you know, so um, yeah, spot on great point, Candace, you know, and, and, or alternatively, you know, all things emotional, um, like based, they actually may become a trigger.
2: Mm.
0: You know, we, we've talked about how it can affect you with your emotions, but it can also be if you're in an, in an emotional situation. It, it can trigger you. Mm. So really easy things like especially as as parents, being around someone who's experiencing strong emotions, mm. otherwise known as a toddler, yeah
2: or teenagers yeah <laughs> or
0: teenagers, this can trigger you.
2: Mm.
0: Um, because they've got strong emotions. Little ones, oh, we were just discussing this. yeah the little <laughs> ones um, they, that's what they do. They ride the emotional wave mm. and they self-soothe. Mm. and they get on the other end and they may not know what happened but they feel the feels Mm. if we start to deny that then how are we meant to do that as adults yeah but then when you see someone having all these strong feelings you think oh hang on a second you're not meant to do that you're meant to hide that away
2: Mm. and that's
0: why you can get triggered as a parent with yeah a toddler or a teenager any big emotions you know Um, another one that could trigger you is seeing or talking or um, sorry, seeing or talking to or about your parents.
2: Mm. Yeah. If they
0: have been the source of your pain, um, often you that will be a trigger. Uh, and often what I've seen is people get defensive because they just don't want to open that up. They don't mm. want to discuss it or they rationalize it. No, oh, it's it. not. It's not actually a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, sweep it under the carpet and yeah. continue that hiding <laughs> technique, you know. Yeah, you know, another thing that could trigger you if if you've been emotionally neglected is when you're overlooked.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, this is this is a huge trigger when you become a parent. You know, because often the little one becomes the apple of your eye. But also mm. your parents' eye, mm. um, and that can raise emotions of hurt and sadness all over again. Yeah. Um, or alternatively, seeing your parents overlook your child. Mm. Um, you know, I, I've heard this so many times about mm. my, you know, in-laws or my parents. They don't give my child attention, but they'll give someone else's child attention. Mm. It's it's that can be really triggering and painful Mm. you know painful yeah absolutely yeah um and and when you need help is another one you know and especially when you're a parent it's a big one if as a child you were disappointed or let down you learn to expect help as a painful Mm. setup and so you avoid it at all costs yeah so when you become a new parent or you are a parent and then you're told to rely on your parents for help and instill their help, this one slaps you in mm. the face because you will always have a bit of distrust there. Yeah. Either the help won't come mm. or that you will be let down again. Yeah. Or yeah. You, you have
1: this inner story of I'm the one that provides the help. Yes. I, I don't accept it. I'm the strong one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got to have gotta do this because yeah. I've done it all along. Yeah. I've, I've held it together all along. So now mm. I have to. Mm. And I, I'm often guilty of this. Oh, like, me too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm often guilty of no, no, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. I've done it all along. I can do it. I'm capable. Um, Absolutely. When inside I feel like I'm completely not capable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one's a big one. I think that's a not to be discriminative or sexist anyway, but I think women tend to feel this one Mm. a little bit because of the pressure of the roles of the past. And Mm. so, and then another one is encountering conflict. This may not be comfortable. You know, you may not feel comfortable around being with someone who's angry or hurt. Mm. Uh, That can be a real trigger because of that emotional neglect that you Mm. felt as a child. And I think I've gone on far enough about these, but <laughs> um, my final one is is a really tricky one, but it's about um, being around large groups of peoples or, or you know or parties. Mm. So your deepest self has gone unnoticed for decades. Yeah, as a child, and it made you feel unseen, unheard, neglected. Mm. Uh, you know, unwanted. Yeah. So then you never feel like you truly belong. Mm. And this can act like a trigger if you're in these overwhelming situations where there's lots of people.
1: Yeah.
0: And the doubt can start flooding in, you know, do they really want me? Should I be here? I shouldn't be here. Mm. Um, they don't even like me. Mm. And it can just kind of, yeah, it can just snowball. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's these are common kind of triggers. There's lots more, but these are so many <laughs> with emotional neglect. Yep. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I, I think some of those really hit home for me, mm. and I'm sure they have mm. for a lot of people. Me too. And talking like this openly um, and honestly, it really makes you realize how important reflecting is as a uh-huh. tool to have in your toolkit. Because if you don't have the space to reflect, you can't accept what you're feeling and you can't change or heal the parts of you that need healing. Mm. Um, Reflection is just so, so very, very important. There are other triggers, you know, Mm -hmm. for example, if a parent uh, reacted harshly when you got upset, we assume as a child that getting upset is for emergencies only. Uh So we try and enforce that on our children. Uh Um, If we weren't treated with respect as a child, Uh Uh we grow into adults who perceive others as disrespecting us. Uh Uh And so when our little person slightly disrespects
0: us, which they're always going to (laughs) do, we get triggered with anger. Yeah, yeah. It's and and it's even disrespect that's perceived by us. They don't they don't oh, know that yeah, disrespect. Intentionally do it. No, <laughs> no, of course yeah. not. Yeah. And a really another common
1: one you hear a lot is that feeling of not feeling good enough mm. as a child. You know, we can't live up to those unrealistic adult standards mm. or expectations that were placed on us when we grow up. We have these impossibly high standards on ourselves. And then unintentionally torment ourselves mm. and end up sabotaging the unconditional love that we have for our children. And that cycle, like we were just saying before, a cycle of mm-hmm. unacceptance begins.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm
1: and one more okay one more um sorry they're just popping into my mind if we're bullied or socially ostracized social situations or difficulties may then trigger us with our own children mm. which makes it so difficult for us to help them constructively
0: mm, mm. oh exactly candace and that, mm-hmm. and that's the thing it's it's really like you're reliving your childhood again through mm. your children mm. And I don't mean that, like, people live through their children's lives. Um, Like, you know, I wanted to be a piano player. So so my child's learning piano and they will be brilliant at it and I will make sure. They're just all valid points that we kind of have to accept as adults but do the work to overcome them so that our children then don't carry that burden on in their life and Mm. it it hinders them emotionally, you know. yeah. And like you said, I'm 100% sure there are more than the ones we've mentioned here. Oh, there's, definitely. there's loads more, you know. Mm. There's ones around feed, like eating. Like mm. uh, people will oh, say, like, yes. I was told to eat everything on my plate so they can't regulate how they eat or they were mm-hmm. told to eat too much. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things around physical appearance. There will yeah. be you, know, you were told you were fat or frumpy or short mm. or so there's triggers with parents. There's they're everywhere, so many everywhere, <laughs> in, in what everywhere.
1: you wear, in yeah, how you drive, in how you walk, like everything, yeah,
0: in absolutely everything. Because mm. these are the people that shape you. Mm. They give you life, and then, unbeknownst to them, they shape you. Mm. Um, you know, we we do have our own coding in a sense. You know, we are our mm. own being. We come mm. here with our own soul and spirit, and and our, you know whatever it may be ancestral um you know makeup or our own genetic makeup as well so humans are complex but they (laughs) shape us our belief systems Mm. our self-limiting beliefs often Mm. come from our parents Mm. and you know there's there's loads of triggers like we said it can be around anything Mm. schooling you know Education, it can be, it literally can be about anything. Mm. And, and, you know, there's always the subject of triggers surrounding physical abuse. Um, and that is always a really tender subject that I personally feel shouldn't be generalized mm. or dealt with on a platform like this. So, so if any yeah. of our listeners who have, Um, been subject to physical abuse and that could be physical you know hitting or Mm. something like that but it could also be sexual abuse Mm. I really recommend strongly that you seek professional support Mm. and help as soon as you can Mm. especially when you're a parent yeah yeah and because... that goes for verbal abuse as well, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's bad to say. Be, sorry, sorry. No, no no, oh, no, 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 no. You didn't interrupt me. I was just agreeing with you. No, that
1: that's right. Keep going, Candice. Oh, no, no. I just think that um, sometimes we trivialize uh, what's been said to us because, you know, sticks and stones may break our bones, but names uh-huh. will never hurt me. Yeah, that's and right. And it's just not true. Words hurt.
0: Yeah. Words yeah, they, break. Look, abuse is abuse. Mm. I, you know let's not trivial <laughs> trivialize. no it. yeah it, it's um yeah it's it's something but but especially that kind of physical abuse when a when a child has been tormented mm. um I think you know you've really this yeah these podcasts are not the platform to discuss this kind of stuff well I, I don't feel so mm. I, I really um recommend if if anyone listening has suffered that get some professional help mm. find someone you feel really safe and secure with and comfortable with even if it means seeing two or three different people before you find that person the perfect one yeah yeah and then navigate it so that and that's not saying that that's going to be a trigger in in your own parenting where you will relive that or reenact that it just means that it will limit you emotionally from connecting with your child. Mm. I'm not saying that you're going to become the beast. It's just, unfortunately, the scarring can be so deep and painful that it it hinders you from having a true connection
2: Mm.
0: and probably the most true and pure connection you'll ever have. Mm. So, so that's why that helps really important, you know, around that sort of thing. The tough thing around triggers, Candice, especially with parenting, um, parents, siblings and family, Mm. is we're often shamed into that old, remember, these are the people who love you
2: unconditionally Mm. (laughs) mentality. Though,
0: Mm. Um, However, you may feel this is the very relationship you seem the most conditioned Mm. in. You know, a place you don't feel you can be you. Mm. You don't feel safe. You may have spent your childhood sad and closed off at times. You may have had behavioral disorders because often that's how how they'll reflect. Mm. Um, And I just want you to know, we both want you to know as listeners, you can break the cycle with your own children. And you yeah. can overcome your triggers with your parents. Hmm. So, you know, in the next episode, um, now we've done all the, this is the groundwork and, and this is what could be happening. And please sit and reflect on this um, journal and write your own triggers around your parents. Like we said, there's so many. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what just mm-hmm. Candace and I are saying. Because um, then in the next episode, we're going to jump straight into what you can do and what can help you overcome parent triggers, you know, in a lasting and mindful way. And mm-hmm. I say parent because it's not parenting. They're mm-hmm. not the things that trigger you as it in your parenting. It's it's how your parent style of parenting has created a trigger in you, which you see coming up. And now that you have children is yeah. probably the best way.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun, Candice, I think, getting into I think so. Already. Yeah. Yeah. You know, painful, painful fun, but.
1: <laughs> but a necessary fun if you do yeah. want that connection, if you want to let go of the yucky feelings, and because you can feel it in your body. Uh. You don't necessarily know what it is that you're feeling. You can just feel that there's this awkward, uncomfortable energy sitting there Mm. seems to pop up at certain times Mm. when you're parenting
2: Mm.
0: exactly you know that's exactly right so so thanks again for tuning in Um, this isn't an easy subject to talk about and if any hurt feelings have come flooding back please please take this time and opportunity to have a mindful moment and reassure yourself that you are loved, mm. you are love, and your past does not define your future. Mm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just repeat that mantra I am loved. So it, it really does, and it, it does cement it into your subconscious. Mm. To take us out today, um, Candace will lead us in a little self love, mindful moment. Yeah. I'll take it away, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: if you're driving, maybe just don't do this one right now. But if it's safe to do so, just placing
2: your hands on your heart and gently closing your eyes and taking a few beautiful deep breaths. Your hands noticing the rise and fall of your chest as you breathe. Noticing your heart beating in your chest. Noticing the warmth of your hands over your heart space. The warmth of love and compassion. Allowing that warmth to hug your heart space. Allowing a sense of compassionate, and loving energy to cultivate in your heart space. You may notice some resistance, and that's okay. Allow it to be there, but also allow the compassion and love to sit with it. And just telling yourself, I see you. I'm here for you, I love you. And if saying the words, I love you, feel too hard to say, simply saying, I'm open to the idea of loving me. And just allowing whatever energy is there to happen to be. Sending yourself love, receiving love. And just taking a couple more deep breaths. Opening your eyes. And just giving yourself a little bit of a hug. And just checking in and seeing how you feel. And if there
1: was a lot of resistance there, that's okay. Quite normal when you start learning to love yourself. But if you keep doing practices like that, with time it'll get
2: easier and easier and easier. Mm -hmm. That's it from us. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.